All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to real life, everyone. (laughs) What is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? Episode 396 of The Real Life Podcast brought to you by the HGA Group, here to make your business better. Tyler, Bag Milk, and Wanye, three-man pod. Wanye, what's up? Where are you going, Johnny? Huh? Johnny, where where are you headed in such a hurry? Do you realize that the Oilers beat the Flames so bad at the Battle of Alberta for the first time in 31 years that the franchise actually exploded? Have you ever seen a submarine warfare movie like U571 or Hunt for Red October? Any of that shit? You ever seen any of that? You know when they just send away a sidewinder and they just have a direct hit in the screws and the sub just explodes and cracks in half? That's what they did, man. The flames exploded as a result of losing the Battle of Alberta. This is the best. I can't recall an athlete, much less a hockey player, spitting in the face of his franchise like this for no good reason and just saying, I'll play anywhere but here. Yeah, that's more or less what happened. Like uh, we were talking about this before and we'll, we'll talk about the Oilers signings and all that stuff. But this the is the biggest this Oilers precedent. news is the death of the flames. Yeah, that quote from Johnny Goudreau in his introductory Blue Jackets press conference, which is also just <laughs> hilarious that he chose there. Um, Where did he go? Columbus. Oh, just they picked Columbus. Yeah, yeah that's such a the fact you picked Columbus. So random because it's not really that much closer to home, or it's closer to home because it's in the states and it's you know towards that way. It's an eight hour drive to New Jersey, but. Bag milk, that quote he gave today was. So if you haven't heard it, I always dreamed about playing a tad closer to home. <laughs> uh, still a nine hour drive, though, according to Google Maps. Quick flight, though. Uh, Who's it, driving anywhere, though, in the Google nah, Nobody's driving anywhere. I always dreamed about playing a tad closer to home. It didn't matter where I was signing. We just decided it was best not to go back to Calgary. Oh, my God. Johnny Goudreau and I agree on something. Calgary sucks. That is just a spectacular 
level well, of disrespect. So what? he misses out on what? 15, 16 million dollars <laughs> yeah, because he chooses because he chooses to sign in Columbus over taking the last Calgary offer. <laughs> Johnny, I get you want to be closer to home to be, you know, nice and tight with your family. I'm pretty sure your 15 to 16 closest family members would have taken a million dollars cash over you signing in Columbus. Oh, I yeah. can't imagine you're that close with your family, Johnny, because you're a piece of shit. Whoa. I don't think anybody's really that excited to have you closer to home. <laughs> I actually, and this is something Frank kind of speculated on, on the DFO rundown, and I buy it 100%. I think part of this Columbus decision was Goudreau saying, this seems like an interesting spot to not deal with any criticism about my play at any point. What are there? Four. I was wondering about that too. There's four beat reporters in Columbus. Mm -hmm. And it's a, I, the thing that's been a little weird is how people are like shitting on the city of Columbus, which is like fine. Columbus is an amazing place. There's 2 million people there. There's like 5 million universities. They got wicked college sports. Columbus is one of the most underrated cities in North America. So people shitting on Columbus, the blue jackets on the other hand are not awesome. They're one of the most anonymous teams in the NHL. Yes. If you were to pull casual NHL fans and were like, hey, name all 32 teams, the team that would be most forgotten is Columbus. Yes. And I am a guy who roots <laughs> and for the, the Oakland like Golden that. Seals. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I think part of it is Goudreau sat there and said, wow, you know what I don't want to do? Deal with a bunch of reporters. It's now. like Luongo going to Florida. Yeah. He's just like, I am tired of this. I don't care. Yep. But to me, that's the coward's choice. Um, I kind of respect it. Oh, okay. You like, you like playing hockey. You're not uber competitive. You just kind of go, I like playing the sport. It pays me well. I don't need the extra 15 million. I just want to get my ticket here. My First big of all, contract. everybody needs the extra 15 million. Always. I don't care who you are. If you went to Warren Buffett and Charles Munger himself right now yeah. and said, would you like $15 million? Of course. They'd say, where do I sign my name? <laughs> yeah, they're like, absolutely. To turn down more money than the average NHL players earns in a career is the same type of critically flawed thinking that would allow you to play for the Calgary flames for as long as he did. I think Johnny Goudreau just smartened up as a matter of fucking fact. Charlie Munger's other eye is still looking for that 15 million. Yeah. Yeah. Where's that eye? <laughs> I, I think I legitimately feel bad for flames fans. Yeah, mm, I yeah. don't. They're the worst city in the world. <laughs> like I, I was just thinking about, I was texting with Princey yesterday. I know uh, you do the battle of Alberta, the BOA, uh, banter. Banter. We're going to do some Princey. sort of quick thing in a couple of days. He said he needed to heal. So I'm texting with Princey yesterday and he just seemed like a broken man. Yes. And I like Princey. So I felt bad for him. Same with I don't. Mike. I don't. I think they deserve it, man. <laughs> they have no Goudreau. Is Kachuk going to leave? He has a big decision to make because he's a year away from unrestricted free agency, a pending RFA. I'm sure the Flames would love for Kachuk to sit here, sign an eight year deal and be like, I'm committing to the city. Of Imagine Calgary. we signed him to that eight year deal. <laughs> but, and then we had a cup parade <laughs> from Calgary to Edmonton with him at the lead car. It wouldn't surprise me at all. If Calgary went into a bit of a rebuild here and they weren't <gasps> that good. For the next you don't think bit. they're going to try and like, because they just lost Goudreau, they want to keep Kachuk that they're going to try and fish for. Oh, they're going to overspend somewhere along the line to get their wang to grow so back. That's what I mean. Like, everyone keeps going to Calgary, but that summer that Kadri was traded from Toronto to Colorado. People forget this. They had that deal done to send him to Calgary. Really? And, and he nixed it. And Kadri had his no trade clause <laughs> and says, I'm not said, I'm not going to Calgary. He shot He killed the deal. Yes. So Nazem Kadri now maybe in a more unique spot in the sense that there may not be as much interest in paying him big money as maybe he thought there would be. And if Colorado can't bring him back, which, you know, might be tough for them to do. 
Kadri may look at Calgary and go, ah, if you're willing to give me seven by eight, yeah, okay, screw it, I'm in. Like, forget about the past. Let, let's They're going to Milan Lucic somebody and just give away too much money to fill a big gap. Or are they going to sit there and go, let's try to do a quick little rebuild ski here. Let's trade Kachuk, get two firsts for him. Let's, you know, do what we can with Manji upon. We should trade for, for Kachuk for two firsts. I, I think that's the kind of move that gets you fired as the GM of the Flames. If you not only trade Kachuk, but like sit there and go, hey, everyone, like I'm going to justify this. I made the Oilers Cup contenders for a couple draft picks. I go to Mr. Cates and be like, Mr. Cates, I need what we call a special dispensation. He'll be like, I'm listening. Go ahead. We need like $15 million in a secret crypto wallet that we're going to send over. And we're going to bring Matthew Kachuk here. And the GM is going to get fired, but he has his float and he won't care. He'll just move to the Seychelles and live forever. Rich <laughs> shit. Well, remember Calgary's GM is the heir to the Boston pizza fortune. He can't be corrupted. Oh, he gets all the bandana. He is. Good. That's Jim Trevealing's kid. Yeah. We had him on the DFO rundown and asked him what his favorite pizza to order. There was, was he like a bag of money. <laughs> what was the answer? The great white North. That is a good pizza. He's like, I'm sorry. I can't hear you over my bank account exploding every 15 minutes as I get um, paid. I think he said it was Hawaiian. I don't really remember. Boston pizza's got good pizza, but it costs a fucking fortune. So I was going to say that like, you know, Boston pizza, they come up with these specialty pizzas that are always very good. Like the spicy pierogi is a the good pizza. pizza is a institution of my, yeah. Um, they also have this new one. That's like the Royal Hawaiian. Oh, that thing is, that thing is legit. If you like Hawaiian pizza. Um, I do made from the ashes of a Hawaiian King. You know? I know. I'm going to pay $58 for it. <laughs> After a group of people helped me move, I was like, or they helped me do demo day at my, at my new house. I was like, oh, I'm going to treat everyone. I'm going to get them Boston pizza in order to like six pizzas. I what went to go general. pick Whoa. it up and I was like, holy shit. I spent, I just spent my first mortgage payment no on shit. Boston pizza. What you am I that doing? Six pizza money. Damn. <laughs> yeah. That was a mistake. Uh, good pizza though. Not as good as our friends at Buster's pizza. Though. When rats are fleeing a sinking ship, as they are quickly down highway two, <laughs> you have to think Matthew Kachuk is going to dip. Well, hasn't there been, hasn't there been Tyler? Hasn't there been like speculations, rumblings that he's kind of more of a wants to play in the States kind of guy. Well, and that's what I thought, but then I keep going back to like Brady signed for eight years in Ottawa. He's a different cat though. As we see, as he dances yeah, about in the stands, yeah, yeah he's triple fisting and Bud lights in his up, pockets. You know? He so, seems a bit more happy go lucky than his surly brother. I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. There's a part of me that thinks if you throw eight by nine at Matthew Kachuk, that he'll sit there and relish the opportunity to be captain and all of that good stuff and wear the C and be the face of the flames franchise. There's another part of me that thinks maybe he goes, no, nah, I'm going to get the bag and I'm just going to cash in next summer when I'm a UFA. Like, thank you very much. I'm going to go to Boston or something. Yeah. Right. St. Louis be my dad's footsteps. Yeah. And it, it's really tough to or tell. Or he too goes to Columbus. So who <laughs> said, I tweeted this Patrick line is an RFA and he hasn't been signed yet. Who says no to Chuck for line Calgary. Probably. Calgary but if you're Columbus that. and you throw in a bit of a sweetener. Yeah. Calgary says no to that. Let me ask you this. Go ahead. Do you think the dad, if they put him in a cryogenic chamber, sucked all that gut out and took away his Bud Lights for four months, mm -hmm. could he do a PTO and join his kids like Gordy Howe? Oh, I'd like to see that. You don't see that anymore. Multi-generational. Keith, Keith was a killer. He was. Now it's hidden underneath about a BMI of 0.9, <laughs> but uh, you know. Mm-hmm. No, I like the idea. Who's the Who's the greater gentleman in retirement, Brett Hall or Keith Kachuk? Brett Hall parties, we know that's that. what I'm saying. They have been filmed numerous times, having a wonderful time. Yeah, uh, Keith Kachuk 
still didn't throw his hat in the second round when his kid got a hat trick. So, but you know yeah. why that hat, do you know why this was? I've learned more oh, about I know. the situation. It was his daughter's team hat. They're like, chuck that hat. Well, I mean, he didn't. And now the franchise exploded. So he throws that hat. Maybe That's Goudreau signs domino. in Calgary. That's the first yeah. domino. Does Goudreau sign in Calgary if they win the BOA? No, I think, I think he was done anyways. Cause like if it was about winning, he wouldn't have signed in Columbus. If it was about money, he would have signed in Calgary or who got else, more money. Who else does else? Columbus have that he's playing with? Zach Rick Nash, Zach Wierenski, defenseman, um, Elvis Merzinkins, Elvis Merzlikens. But like, who's going to be his line mate? Jacob Voracek. Really? Uh, like I, I'm. The, he went from one of the best lines in the NHL. Yep. To now he's going to play with Jacob for fifteen Vor- million less. Like they have some interesting. How much do you hate Calgary? Well, that's what's so. Cool. I had a tweet about that that blew up last night. And it made me very happy. Johnny Gaudreau is my muse. Like he'll play. It's some. Gregor made this comparison. It's kind of like when Panarin signed with the Rangers and they were still in a rebuild, but it was the move that like really kickstarted them, like getting back to the back to what they once were. Right. So maybe Goudreau's looking at this. I, I think the real reason is he wants to get out of the limelight. He sees Columbus as a low pressure market where he still gets decent money. And that's that right. Does Luke Richardson still play for the Columbus blue Jackets? He coaches the Chicago Blackhawks. Now he is no longer an active defenseman in the NHL. No active mm-hmm. head coach. I am surprised. Yeah. He's the News head coach of who? The Chicago, Chicago Blackhawks. That just happened like what? Two weeks ago. Yeah. There's a lot of, here's, here's where, you know, the OEG is not tidy in their treatment. Of I know the exactly where this is going. Alumni. You're right. But there are so many ex Oilers now permeating the manager level everywhere. Coach GM yep. everywhere throughout the league. Like There's even just like eight of them now, Mike not Greer. a single fucking one is playing for Mike Greer just hired Doug Waite. Yeah, to be Mike his Greer advisor. Just hired Doug Waite, Bill Guerin. He had shit to do. Why is this not here? Luke Richardson now. Coach Oilers. Luke Richardson. I didn't. I of course didn't know he was. Of course. Oh yeah. Of course. He was a great. Yeah, oh, yeah, we didn't talk about this assistant captain since we were the official podcast of the Minnesota wild goaltending situation. Of course we are. Cam Talbot traded to Ottawa after Garrett said, is, I don't have to do shit. Yeah. It turns head out fake, fake, shit head fake. What is that move by Toronto though? I was puzzled with the Murray thing. Cause it's like, Hey, for an extra 700 K you could have just went and brought back Jack Campbell, but they move on. They get Murray, but I actually love them signing Ilya Samsonov. I think Samsonov is going to be the starter now, now just next year. Hold your horses here. I remember a guy who played for the Boston Bruins named Samsonov. Different. I know, but the name is spelt the same. I know. So why does this guy get to emphasize a he's different got a syllable? Hard, he's got a hard O in there. I don't get yeah. it. Yeah. I don't get it either. I just know it's Samsonov. Is it him insisting this? I would assume so. Yeah. Or has the way we pronounce Samsonov changed? Perhaps. Or he just know. crowbarred a hard O in there. It's got one of the umlauts or whatever. It you could go by Yareem Chuck. Yeah, Reemchuk, if I wanted to distance myself from that other strand of your M trucks floating around the city. Yeah. Bastards. I know your cousin. Hardy. You do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I once saw your cousin screaming into her cell phone on White Ave as I waited for a cab and I was like, oh, oh, oh. and then as I got closer, I was like, oh, I know her. <laughs> you can tell at the next family reunion. I probably won't. Do you guys have family reunions? Uh, like we get together for like uh, Christmas and Easter kind of thing. Does someone like stand on a mountainside and blow a conch? And you could all hear it. And you run towards and it. We all go to Vegarville. Really? Yeah. You hang out under the egg. I've been to the egg like maybe once in my life, but I've been to Vegarville probably 200 times. You have to think at this point of your burgeoning career, when you return to the siren call of the Uremchuk conch in Vegarville, you're, they're going to be like, damn, Ba-ba! Tyler. 
you're doing amazing in your career. Yeah. This happens at the family things. I like, I love sitting down and talking about sports, right? Sure. So that's usually what we do with these is you find someone, you sit down, you talk about sports, but now they're always like, Oh, sorry, I'm bugging you with work. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, that's literally, this is what I want to do. Like I, it's not work. Like I would love sitting and chatting sports with you. Whereas you'll hit a point in your life where you're like, if I sit down at one more event and some idiot asks me about the Oilers penalty killing, I'm going to throw a punch. And then when he goes to Vegreville under the egg, he is knighted. With a bag of pierogies. Pedaha. Pedaha. Thank you. Or Nalishnika. Also delicious. Yeah. I heard that if you have sex with somebody and you touch the giant egg, your baby's the Easter bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say your baby's a Urem No, your baby's the Easter bunny. Born. <laughs> no one's done it in a generation. Yeah. You should try that. Uh the Urem yeah. globe. You are, you are married. Not quite. Mm. Well, depends who you ask. She's gonna be if you ask the that. laws of Canada, you're pretty fucking close. Oh, you're absolutely close. You're you a cohabitation. Yeah. You've man. got one fewer form to fill out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we have like the, trust like me the, on that one. When the missus goes to leave, you divide by two. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah. You trust me on that one. I needed to get put on her health insurance. So we had to sign some document that we were an adult interdependent something. I don't know. You're common law, baby. Yeah, we are common law. And now we own property together. So yeah, mm-hmm. we're pretty much married. All yeah. that's missing is a party to say we're married. It feels like a scam. Feels like I don't need that, but nah. Conversation for a different podcast, I suppose. Our marital podcast launching yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Bag milk, Wanya, and your M check fix your problems. I would just call in with detailed emotional crippling problems. Oh, we'll give them the answers. I got a call from a young uh, gentleman on Better Late Than Never who's asking for dating advice. He was a little bit bummed that he was 20 years old and without a girlfriend. And I said, my guy, enjoy it. You no, are just enjoy it. Live your life. What do you mean? Enjoy Just it? get Tinder and enjoy it. But this is probably what he's saying he can't do. Ah, yeah, he was, he was. Oh, he's not looking for like a girlfriend. He's just looking for like a girlfriend. Oh, or was he well, looking I don't for know a girlfriend? That. No, he was looking for a girlfriend, like okay. a companion, ah. a partner in crime. Right. You know. What was your advice? Uh, you know, just download all the apps, go on a bunch of dates. You'll strike out a whole bunch of times, but then every now and then you find a good one. Here's my advice to somebody looking for a girlfriend: mm-hmm. change outfits every fifteen minutes. Nobody's everywhere you go, bring luggage <laughs> and just go to the bathroom and change. And Nobody's if you go that. to say you go to dog patch and you're looking for a gal and in your two hours there, you wear 10 different outfits. Sooner or later, you're bound to hit on something that's going to vibe with a gal in the room. If you wear one outfit the entire time, it might take you 10 trips to the bar till somebody's down with what you're doing. You could also with that strategy, peacock a little bit more with each out. It changed like they get more and more outrageous. Hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then by the end of the night, you're essentially Elton John and in the duck costume. And travel then- with a giant valise like people used to take on the Titanic <laughs> with like 10 top hats. No yes. one carries a top hat case anymore. Not be one. a gentleman. Mm-mm. Other idea, fireworks. If you go to a public place yep. and you let off a few fireworks, they can't help but notice you. And mm-hmm. if you're also changing outfits <laughs> regularly... You're just like, I'm going to do four looks. I'm going to do business guy tonight. I'm going to do just got off the golf course guy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do no sleeves bodybuilder guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to also have a mystery box that I'm going to put together. And I'm bringing all four outfits to the local nightclub. And if you're feeling casual, that's when you bust out the cargo shorts and Tommy Bahama. That shirt. could be the mystery box. Yeah, it could Depends be. on the look you're trying to do. Depends you could do vibe. emo. Oh, nobody's, nobody's got that in the mystery box. You today. don't know what emo you inside black dog might pull on a Friday night. My exactly. friend. Exactly. How long is the chain that does go to your wallet? How is the sweep across yeah. the face? 20 different looks, 20 different outfits. How one many night. bands you got on? Mm. There's a whole lot going on here. Your check. have you ever gone to a public place with the intent to meet somebody of the opposite sex? 
Have you ever like had that pressure on you? Yeah. Really? You're like, I've gone out and I'm looking to talk and mingle. Yeah. And I crumble under the pressure. I would think you would kill it. I was terrible at being single. Really? Yeah. Totally insecure. I feel like the apps have taken this away. Like we used Mm -hmm. to get ready to go to the bar. Like we were kamikaze pilots and that's why you had to pregame because you had to get your brain ready to talk to people. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like I, and again, once I got like hammered, then like, obviously, you know, out of my shell, The, the most nerve wracking thing was when you'd be on an app chatting with someone like, Oh, Hey, what's the play tonight? Blah, blah, blah. And they'd be like, Oh, I'm going to this bar. And he'd be like, Oh, Hey, like, I'll see you there. And then you're going in there knowing you got, you need to do something like, you know, the outfit change, the outfit change, yeah. right? It's not like you were just going into a bar to meet up with strangers. Like this is something to who, me though, that you've already like warmed up and done your pregame stretching yeah, to know fair. somebody at the bar back in the day. You had to like look around the bar. Yeah. Be like, around okay. Bars. Who here can I a make eye contact with? That's mm-hmm. a huge step. Mm-hmm. You just walk around the bar, see who you locked eyes with, and then come so back. The and be clouds like, of smoke. I locked eyes with four people. That quadrant, that quadrant, that quadrant, and one back over here. Yeah. Then you order a round of shooters to plan your next. You, you come back to your group of friends like a pitching coach doing a mound visit, and you're like, all right, here we go. Here's mm-hmm. And then you just sort of check over and look and see if anybody's looking back over after you've made contact. It was all subliminal back in the day. Mm. I think it's more advanced than the rituals now, which is very lazy. Yeah, you just very be swipey, swipey, very, you can have 10 secret people in your phone at all times. It's all very bullshit. Nobody's risking it on the D floor going up when get low comes on the speakers and doing a little shimmy and shake next to the lady you find attractive. There has been many instances in many lives in this podcast studio where we have danced to attract a mate. <laughs> These kids today, they couldn't dance to attract a mate if their life depended on uh, It's true. I've pulled girls and they've said afterwards, you're very good on the dance floor. And I was like, you better believe it. Got to hit the D floor. And now you're just like, oh, hey, you swiped on my thing. And then you copy and pasted. Hey, girl, what you doing? <laughs> Wink emoji. <laughs> Try doing a running man up to a chick you've never met before and say hi. Yeah. Then you can call me and tell me how your life's turning out, kids. First message is always key on those apps. Do you, I mean, do most people just have a standard cut and paste go Dallas well, Cowboys Jesus forever the worst like I used Bumble quite a bit because then it you know the lady makes the first move so yeah. then oh. that's how you cut down on the uninterested right the people who like maybe accidentally swiped on you on Tinder then were just boring sure but the amount of girls who would match and then just start the message with hi oh no and it's yeah, like well what good. are we doing here let's go yeah. um for me my picture I think I've told this story was me wearing the hot take smith from TSN 1260 at a Blue Jays game so when Amber messaged me, she was like, why are you wearing an oven made at a baseball game? She came from the Bumbles? She came from the Bumbles. Oh, interesting. And that was a good opening line. You know, cut the, you know, Hi. it started with like an instant conversation about like, oh, here's the story behind me wearing an oven mitt. I feel like you would be fine talking to people because you're very conversationally. Why would you have a hard time? Just the idea of like randomly walking up to someone, the opening conversation. That's difficult. You know, what do you say? Hey, I don't know. Hey, girl. Sup, sup, little mama. Yeah, <laughs> that would that would do well, I'd right? Say, which was your favorite member of Tony? 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 Was it Tony? <laughs> and by that point, they're so bamboozled they don't yeah. know which one's who. The biggest thing is if I walked up and was like, "What do you think the Oilers should do with this cap space?" Like that's where I'm ah. good conversationally. That's my wheelhouse, and it doesn't play well. You, you should just go up with signed man. photos of yourself and just give them. Well, you're now off the market. You're yeah legally mm-hmm. cohabitated. Never mind. I'm not going to give you any gold for how to get gals. Mm-hmm. 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 Bag milk. Speaking of gals, Ms. Bag milk. Yeah. Bag milk. Yeah. Wanye. Mm-hmm. Attend baseball. We do. Ms. Really? Bag milk. Very nice. Yep. Bag she milk is. also nice. He is very nice. Ms. Bag milk is uh, very, she's great. Very nice. I always, lovely. Uh, yep. 
That is my report. That's how guys talk about girls. If there's any girls listening to this podcast and there aren't, yeah, girls will sit down and talk at length with full detail and they're filthy. Girls are gross. Guys are like this. Hey, it's pretty nice girl. Yeah. Sweet. Man. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. She was nice. I liked her. Cool. Patrick Kane got a really good contract and the conversation begins anew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, I can't believe the bargain they got for Evander Kane. Yeah. This is all we want to talk about. Really? <laughs> for real though. I can't believe the bargain they got on Evander Kane. Yeah, I'm uh, honestly really surprised. Uh, I didn't see it coming at all, especially because for the last month or six to eight weeks, whatever it's been, we've been sitting here kind of going like, ah, uh, uh, you know, like seven by three. Would you do seven by three? Like, would well, he even take it? He might get more than that. And here's the thing that really kills me is so the Oilers offered him something similar over the weekend and Evander Kane and his agent kind of scoffed at it. We can get more on the open market. The talk was they could get 48 to $50 million on a long-term deal. That's what they believed. So Ken Holland plays it genius. He goes, okay, you think you can get that? Go get it. I give you my blessing, permission to speak to 31 other teams. You let me know, Evander and Dan Milstein, if you can get 48 to 50 million. And lo and behold, the day before free agency, Evander comes on back, realizes he's not getting 48 to 50 million, realizes he's not even getting half of that, takes the four-year, $5.1 million deal, but then... When speaking with Bob Stoffer, I think it was either his interview with Stoffer or his introductory or his signing interview, his Zoom call says, I think I left enough money on the table for us to go sign some other pieces. And it's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> you did not leave any money on the table, Evander. You took the most money you possibly could in this deal. But you know what? You sell it. You took a hometown discount. You sell that shit. Fans love that stuff. Kind of like when there's always that talk. That like, hey, remember I can't when- believe Evander Kane would mislead somebody with a statement bag milk. Exactly. I think you're being a bit unfair there. It's yeah. Just- oh, he's a truthful man. I got a real good chuckle out of that. But it's like, remember when McDavid signed his EL or his big deal? Yeah. And all the talk was like, grand less or something. everyone's like, oh, they agreed to 13, but McDavid took 500 grand off. That was such like a, such a media ploy. Yeah, I don't buy it at all, but like, yeah, okay, sure. You have the storyline of like, Hey, he took 500 grand less. Woohoo. Either way. I didn't expect Evander Kane to be an Edmonton Oilers next year. It shows two nope. franchises heading in different directions, right? He's so going back to the flams. Well, we got one team yeah. just down the road whose heart and soul dipped for anywhere, but here like a Natalie Portman movie circa 1999 mm-hmm. anywhere, mm-hmm. but here she's an angel. Fine movie. Check it out. Then you got up here, the black hat heel agreeing to a significant imaginary haircut on shorter term to play up here because even he can see we're going to win. Yeah. And I think, you know, Evander Kane sitting there being like, I'm taking less because I want Brett Kulak on my second pairing. Um, But also the Kulak thing, like that's another guy. They talked. Kulak wondered if he could get more on the open market. And Ken Holland said, be my guest. Go, go look, go see what everyone's going to give you. And I think the one thing that broke in Edmonton's favor there is that I think Carolina would have gone after him pretty hard, um, but they acquired Brent Burns, took him out. Kulak sitting there going, okay, do I want to risk getting, you know, an extra 500K a year from someone or do I just take the sure thing that's right here in my hometown in Edmonton where I know I'm going to have a chance to win? And it's a really big difference from free agencies in the past where we were always caught sitting here going, ah, you gave a million too much. Ah, you gave a year too much. And now it's like the Kulak deal is great. The Kane deal it's Solid. very hard to envision that aging bad. Maybe a year too long, but it, you can buy that out though. Cause it's yep. structured in such a nice way. Mm-hmm. And by then the cap's going up. So like if you have to buy him out, cause Dylan Holloway's so good, like that's a good problem to have kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Campbell makes me a little bit nervous, but I still think the bet itself in the moment is really solid. So do you think that Campbell's the best Oilers goalie since Cujo? No, I got to give Rolly some love. He was great. 
Yeah. And also like Campbell's still, he hasn't played 200 games in the league yet. Right. He hasn't. No, 135. Mad old. He's 30 years old. Yeah, he's 30 years old. Where's he been his whole life? Everywhere. Really? Yeah, he's put in the work. He's grinded. He loves cats. And he got a new dog. He got a puppy. That's all I need to see. That's all I need to see. Five years of cats and dogs and Zach Hyman writing children's books. It was actually, I don't know if you saw this yesterday, Tyler. We had a packed office for free agency yesterday. And Kennedy, our graphic designer, was all over this Jack Campbell with cats thing. She was all over it to the point of tweeting his cat birthday party. Mm-hmm, We're mm-hmm. putting it on I was Instagram. With her on this. So then in his introductory presser, friend of everyone, Reed Wilkins says, Hey Jack, what's uh, the deal with that cat yeah. birthday party I'm seeing everywhere on yes. social? I've never seen her so thrilled yes. about a media question ever. It was adorable. I liked it. Also, Kennedy is living and dying by where Dylan Strom signs. Next yeah. Season. She's been on Strom watch heavily. If we really wanted to be cruel to her, we would Photoshop a Frank Saravalli tweet saying Strom signed in Edmonton. Oh, shenanigans. Oh, that's a good play. But here's the thing. It's a harmless prank. Harmless but, prank. But I buy it other I, than Kennedy. I know. I feel like I would, it would break her heart so much when she found <laughs> out. Like if I was messing with one of you guys, I think it's funny. But huh. having Kennedy just be sad after when it's like, oh no, Kennedy, it's a but joke. But sad and then there's Dylan Strom didn't come to Edmonton sad, right? Like it's not like Leon Dreisaitl like you- cut his hair in an unflattering manner. That wouldn't be funny joke to play on her. I no. feel like you aren't aware how much she loves him. That Anyways. Is, that is that is fair. I mean, we were on the same page with the cat memes, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I also, I want to give a shout out to the team uh, for all the soup memes that were going out mm-hmm. immediately. Once and the, the new piece of nation gear. Yeah, soup and stew. So that came out actually, I need to give him credit on real life too. That came out on in the voicemail on Better Late Than Never from a listener named Dan. He came out and said, you know, if they signed Campbell, this was probably about 10 days ago. He's like, if they signed Campbell, we've got soup and stew, soup and stew, soup and stew. So then I came to the office. I'm like, that's hilarious. Said it to Zach, talking about it with Kennedy and instantly she whipped up some magic. Do you suppose that Dan is in fact Daniel Day-Lewis, noted actor? Oh, he's always in character. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Celebrity listener number four. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He's, he's absolutely Daniel Day-Lewis. hundred percent. Celebrity listener number three, Jordan Buhat. He's very fit. Oh, fucking Jesus. Man. He's constantly fitting up and he's he always shirtless. Well, he's wouldn't very, you be? We need to bring him back onto the pod. Squatty and big weights everywhere. Wouldn't you be know. tarps off all the time if you were that Jack? I would be. I'd be walking into Shoppers Drug Mart to get some Q-tips. Just too much. fucking gunned out. It's too much, Jordan. Some of us are just sitting there eating chips, trying to live our <laughs> lives. And you're hanging upside down like 50 Cent in the bloody in the club video. <laughs> some of us just want to have a quick bite to eat and look at social. Uh, uh, yeah. I have to stop buying chips or I'll eat the whole bag. Family size bag. I am a family of one. <laughs> Respect that. Yeah. Yo, Al. Until I. You turned down a baked good today prior to the show. I did. Blew my mind. I did. Swing by Bread and Butter Bakery in the heart of Riverdale and said, hey, they're so delicious. Hard working podcasters with some gestational stuffs. That's how we speak down here. The problem is I've eaten so many ham and cheese rolls from down there recently mm. that I feel like I'm going to be a blimp in a upcoming Stanley Cup parade. Interesting. <laughs> so I got to keep it tight. Well, working above a bakery can be bad news. If you love baked goods, it's, it's a hot bagged milk summer. You got to keep it tight for a few. Of months. course. Have you been, how intoxicated have you been inside the confines of dog patch? Zero. 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 Your arm check? Zero. Zero. Me too. Zero. Oh, I've had a beer. Does that count? Well, I'm a seasoned veteran at this I point. I suppose it counts as a zero out of point one out of we should do yeah, a, We should do a nation staff summer party. I feel like they don't even know down there who they're dealing with on the second floor. They don't. Like they're all like, oh, these guys are so nice. They just go upstairs. Like, Someone eating on the patio today, though, like a dog patch customer looked at me and was like, busy day for you guys? 
And I had like all my nation gear on. I was like, I suppose. I feel like if we had one nation party there, all the windows would be blown out. The bar itself would catch fire. We'd be spinning records. That would be a great time. As a fellow who's involved in both here and the pint downtown, I'd like to keep it to the pint downtown. Those walls are reinforced for many explosions. I feel like you can go as yeah. wild as you want in the pint and nothing bad can happen. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like downstairs is more of like an old lady Pinterest bar. That's fair. So yep. I think we should do a nation summer party. River I just want to drink. We couldn't do it. It's too small, man. It's too small. Like if 20 people showed up, there'd be a four hour line to get in. Like that's yeah. the nice thing about dog patches. It's so tiny. Yeah. There's I just want to sit down there and drink mimosa flights. Yeah. Mm. They're delicious. When we drew up the plan for this place, I imagined myself being more or less descended into alcoholism at this point. And I have not. I haven't really been drunk in like two and a half years, man. Really? For real. Because of this whole thing, you know? Ah, yes. Yeah, the thing. Me drinking at Wanya Manor is not what you want. Because I just get so much energy. I'll be like pacing around and yelling and shit. There's nowhere to like, I'll be dancing by myself. Mm-hmm. Early Making eye contact with people on the D floor, exactly. but then you realize it's remembering just bars that haven't even had a building on it since ten years ago. Mm. Early uh. pandemic, I was drinking a little bit by myself at home. And then you just, I had to stop, or otherwise you're just going to keep going down that path. Yeah, you know, it's not good. I don't even like if I come home from the bar drunk. I don't even really like staying up. I like going to bed. Like being drunk by yourself is not it. No, going to bed drunk, you better have some adventures behind you. Yeah. I like to fall into bed, missing a shoe with like still lightly, like there's steam coming off me from the night of fun I've just had. Yeah, of course. Not like, oh, I wonder if I can go home and stare at the wall drunk and get some donair sauce on your shirt. Oh, a little sauce. Everybody loves a little sauce. There's a bunch of bars opening on Jasper. Have you seen this? Is there? I've been on Jasper in a while. The old BLVD building is turning into something called something. Yeah. And then further towards Tin Palace, whatever direction that is, Mm -hmm. west. That's There's West. an oh, old bank on the north side of Jasper Avenue that's turning into some sort of lounge. Hmm. Well, it'd be nice to have some more stuff down on that end of Jasper. I mean, yeah. Nature's healing. Could be. Hopefully. It was nice going back to the Riverhawks. It was nice to see that many people at the ballpark. Mm-hmm. Great ballpark. I haven't been yet. I need to. I haven't been to a Riverhawks game? No, I haven't. They're doing a really good job. Keep waiting for the invite to the Nation Box. I, I invited myself. It's the Oodle Noodle Box now. Ah, I thought it was the Oodle Noodle X Nation box. Well, the Noodle people are in charge and they're ah. giving it away on social, but there is definitely tickets to be had. Yeah, I just, I, nobody asked me. I just asked for myself. Yeah. I made it happen, Tyler. Yeah. Ah. You know? Well, like the Riverhawks made the wins happen. Yeah. Not the game we year. went to. No. They must have lost by 80 runs the game we went <laughs> Yeah, I was not. It was, yeah. That'll happen at baseball. Here's how much I watch baseball, your Chuck. We're right behind the dugout. And the pitcher comes off the mound and I'm paying attention for four and a half seconds. And I see the interaction of the pitcher walk up. A guy put his hand out to shake his hand. He waves the guy off and goes into the dugout. And I go to bag milk. What a dick that pitcher is. He wouldn't even shake his friend's hand. <laughs> and he goes, well, dude, he just being two batters in a row. <laughs> One and they of them were in down the like 12, nothing in the third inning. Like it was wild. Wasn't it? 12, yeah. not some sort of. Insane yeah, it was, it was bad news. When do you get back score. from your vacation? Next Friday. So then let's go next Saturday to a River Hawks game. Sure. Next Saturday, seven o'clock. Victoria Harbor Cats. <gasps> Those bastards. We hate the Harbor Cats. Fuck the Harbor Cats. Why don't we go? This is an anti-Harbor Cats podcast. Why don't we go to the baseball game? This sure. is a pro Minnesota wild goaltending anti-Harbor Cats podcast. Down with the Harbor Cats. I've always said that. And we don't dispense dating advice. Mm-hmm. But if we do, outfit changes. Outfit changes. If you did change that many times, somebody would be bound to come up to you and be like, did you just change your outfit for the fifth time? You <laughs> but say, so worst case scenario is you have a conversation starter. That's it. You say, girl, yeah. 
Do you want someone fresh or do you want somebody in 16 minute old outfit? I think it might be funny. <laughs> Even just next time I go for dinner with my missus to have clothes in the backseat of my truck and to be like, oh, I go to the bathroom and then go fucking quickly change come and back. come back to the well, table. The danger would be different outfit. The danger would be, could people not assume you just shit yourself? That's But fun. then when you change again, you just keep shitting yourself. Yeah. But would a, you keep shitting yourself? Like if you were shitting yourself that much, would you bring that many clothes to a bar? Would you like, go to a bar? What do you think Amber would say? Mm-hmm. If you guys went out for dinner and then in the middle of it, you're like, oh, I just got to go to the bathroom. I feel like at this point she's there. seen and heard it all from our She would assume here. I shit myself. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I'm going to do it. Maybe you have a sh- novelty shirt you made that says, P.S. I didn't shit myself. <laughs> just so you know. F- Girl. P.S. None of this was about shitting myself. What if you just had like a series of paper outfits that look like there's a tie drawn on mm-hmm. and then there's a vest drawn on tuxedo. and then you just stand up and pull the paper outfit off. Oh, like a tearaway situation. Revealing an entirely new outfit underneath. <gasps> what if you went to the bar like Joey Tribbiani, 10 outfits deep and you just took off layers? Mm-hmm. Then they know you didn't shit because you never left the table. Yep. You're just changing visually. You could also do the basketball player approach where you just show up to the bar in like a tracksuit, And then as the night progresses, you tear away them off into a evening wear. Or kind of like, like you kind of like when a basketball player is about to go on the court, right? You stand at like the entrance of the D floor and you make eye contact with the lady and then you rip it off. And it's like, yeah, I'm I'm ready to go in. Then she knows without question that you're there to boogie. Yeah. And with her specifically, because you made the eye contact. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We should do a dating podcast. The world's population would be in a dramatic <laughs> upswing if it got traction. Yeah, we'd have a baby boom, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a baby boom coming after the playoffs nine months after? I do. No. No? No. I think Not people even are throwing one? it down. A lot of people named Connor coming out. Battle of Alberta victory? Come on. Yeah, maybe sports makes people hornier than <laughs> celebrating. The celebrating the win is what won. Getting, getting hammered, here. yeah. It was the not casual just, Edmontonian being out in the town. It's not just the act of going to an Oilers game. Yeah. Although maybe. I'm not here to kick And the NHL draft got Mac Lamoureux's parents all hot and bothered. They that really thing with it. his parents kissing and then Oilers and Ken Holland. <laughs> that's I knew it was you as soon as I saw Holy it. shit, that's funny. I knew it was you as soon as I saw it. Uh, yeah. They're so gross. You know what? Fuck it. Get after it. Hey. I lo- I'd like, if I have a son that gets drafted into the NHL, the missus, she's going to get in some tongue. We are so lucky that Connor McDavid's parents hooked up. Oh, yeah. Oh. Absolutely. And the time of year and whatever other things in the stars were mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. Born in January, as Malcolm Gladwell prefers in mm-hmm. <laughs> Liars. We're so lucky that Dreisaitl's parents got their German freak on, too, so long ago. I'd like... He's an interesting dude too, because he didn't admit to any injury post playoff. And now he's back in the gym looking normal. It's getting hot in here. So nice. Yeah. Love a little Nelly. He's a, I'm, I'm liking his Instagram I'm starting to like kind of pull back the curtain and it shows him in like, he's in hanging Spain out with right Kate's his kid on a boat. Was he? Yeah. Oh yeah. The hair, it was a picture of him and Harrison on like a yacht in Spain right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way Harrison make the connections. Absolutely. Well, he's going to be running the team in what? Eight months or something. Who uh, Harrison? Yeah. Uh, eight, eight, eight months, months is an eight. exaggeration. Um, <laughs> but like it's his team right away. Right away. Well, when the time comes, like I, I, I believe he's being groomed for a sort of more hands-on ownership. role. I would hope, I would hope though, that he doesn't make being the youngest owner in the league by 30 years, the calling card of the team necessarily. Cause I think it would set us up for undue criticism for yeah. himself. Right. Yeah. Look at, I mean, Mr. Cates is like the third youngest owner in the NHL currently. And that's his dad. Mm-hmm. I don't actually think, the youngest owner are Melnick's two well, daughters. But that's now. the weird trustee. Yeah. Like 
they've done it right there. They're not mm-hmm. like, Hey, guess what? We're putting twin sisters in charge. <laughs> like they've got a professional organization. Yeah. I would assume learning from your dad, the, like he runs the team at an arm's length. Harrison would be arm's length too. Like, yeah. Like he's I would not be- make himself president of the OEG. No, no, no. And I think that's probably why they're like going to ease him into it over the course of 30 years. Of years. Like he's only 23, great. right? Yeah. I think it'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good Seeing guy. the owner at the game more often. I'd he's like always wearing his gear too, right? Always wearing his gear. Always. Always you gotta re- if you're going to be the owner of the team or, or the family is going to continue to own the team, you want to see him happily wearing Oilers merchandise at all times. I don't think I ever see him not wearing Oilers gear, to be honest with you. Yeah, 100%. He's always got like a shirt on or yeah. a jacket or something. And that's it, too. And sometimes dad, too, which I respect. There was a mm-hmm. photo of them at like USC one time I saw. They were at like the week of welcome and Mr. Cates was there and he was wearing an Oilers jacket. That's what you want to see, man. It's like when the family came into the sports retail store I used to work at. I do you want to tell that story again? I told it once on a podcast and Coom just looked at me and said, that story fucking sucked. <laughs> oh. So I said, I'd never tell it again. All right. That's fine. I'll make one up in my head. Long story short, he sold uh, the Cates as a hat. Oh, good job. A few things. And they asked for a discount. I was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, do you have a club card? And the mom was like, um, we have an employee card. And I was like, yeah, we, we don't take at the oil. Oilers store. No, I worked at like an independent retailer. Oh, so she asked if they had an Oilers employee discount. I was like, no. And I, I respect was, that you stand your ground the way yeah. you do. And then she I'll was, be honest with you. So I, I think she thought I'd like, obviously didn't recognize them. And I was like, I can look you up in our system to see if you have a club card. It'll save you 10%. And she was like, yeah, look it up. The last name is Kate's with a K. I looked up. I'm like, I'm not in our system. <laughs> and then it was at that point that Cam was over the story. <laughs> no, Cam didn't like the, my Noah Gregor story. That's what it was. He didn't like either story. Yeah, what did you like do it. to Noah Gregor? He said you followed up a bad story with a worse one is what Cam said. Well, <laughs> sometimes the harshest critics are the people who hurt the most inside. Yep. Or they're the ones that love you the most. Hmm. Cam was teaching you editing. That's what I was. That's my takeaway. Though. Yep. That's fair. I wish that Mr. Cates let us know that he is a fan more because I've heard a lot of stories about him. Not a lot. I've heard several stories about him being a huge fan of the team. Like people in the absence of like him talking a lot, make stories up about how he is in their mind, but he is genuinely a huge fan of the Oilers. They need to get him a Twitter account. a la Jack Maxwell. I, but I almost respect the fact that he's this silent for this long. Like he truly is not doing this to like yeah. be heard from. I did like seeing him in the playoffs. though, cheering against yep. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Colorado. It, it endears you to the fan base. Cause he cares. All yeah. we want to know is that he cares. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody, well, some people, but I don't think really any reasonable Oilers fan at this point, what are they on the team now? 14 years. Don't respect the level of commitment. Yeah. He's not a Peter Pocklington charlatan. Mm-hmm. He's, he's done everything he said he was going to do and spent to the cap every year of his ownership. There are two things he could do to endear himself, show himself cheering more publicly and come out next year with a press conference and say, you fuckers drank so much beer. I'm cutting the price by 40%. Oh, that's a good idea. We made so much money off your beer sales last year. I'm giving it back. He won't do that. Might do the or thing more. every goal against that gets scored. You drop the price a dollar. Or let the good times roll. Every goal scored, you drop the price a dollar. Well, so when, they're, score a lot when they're beating the wheels out of someone like seven two, the whole crowd's just like That's fucking. You got six dollar beers. That's dope. That'd be amazing. I remember when they were seven fifty back at Rex Hall Place, Tyler. And I think they jacked them up another fifty cents for the playoff run. Well, you got to. Well, like Eugene Melnick, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Good businessman. Constantly inserted himself into the narrative of the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a negative way. He was very combative, too. And it'd be hard to be that rich and have that much success and not try to make it about yourself. Yeah. Mr. Cates hasn't, truly. Yeah. 
you need that lightning rod for fans. Yeah, totally. You need that. Like Hunter can't have press conferences on behalf of the ownership group. I would like to see that. Just lifts up his. He shirt. just flashes his abs at people. What the fuck you going to do? Did you see the tweet that showed Edmonton and it was Hunter with his abs and then Calgary and it was just the burned out head of Harvey? That yeah, like, Courtney oh, Terrio. That's so, so good. Good. Just absolutely <laughs> demolished them. All right. Uh, we got some ads to do here. Uh, first off, our friends at Alfa Romeo of Edmonton, our luxury car partner on the West End. Beautiful vehicles. Beautiful vehicles. The exact opposite of the Calgary Flames of vehicles. They don't even put Alfa Romeos in Calgary. No. Not no. allowed to drive it there. That's mm-hmm. the rule. Shout out to Alfa Romeo of Edmonton. Uh, also, our friends at Oodle Noodle and DoorDash. Ding dong. I don't have the button pulled Liam? up, so I'm not going to do that. Ding dong. Hey, you guys are going to get a lot of Liam next week. Um, That's what she said? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And... Uh, yeah, we also got to give some love to Cattail Crossing where the golf tournament's going to be. I have an update on something golf tournament related, actually. So as you know, I had the idea on the pod of doing like uh, we had someone reach out. They wanted a solo spot. So I was like, oh, let's build up some like real life listener teams. Well, the reception to it's been unbelievable. Oh, really? So we filled up the first team and then we filled up a second team. And now we're at the point where we have nine golfers who want to play as either solos or like one person and Damn, a buddy. Good on everybody. Yeah. So we have Ryan, Colin, Colin's friend, Scott, Bradley, Caden, Caden's friend, Ryan, another Ryan, <laughs> and then Ryan's friend. Now, first of all, I'm hearing a lot of white names, male white <laughs> names here. I don't see no diversity of any sort here. Yeah, well, if you want to golf, regardless, um, you don't have to be a white male named Corey. Nope. But if you are a white male named Corey, <laughs> there's 14 e- <laughs> of them. They're like, oh, you can email Tyler at OilersNation.com. Yep. So a foursome in the golf tournament is a thousand bucks, right? 250 bucks person gets you on the gr- or on the course at Cattail. And then it gets you your meal, all that, the banquet after. It's a great time at the Oilers Nation Open. Um, email me and one spot is 250 bucks. So if you just want to golf really bad and hang out with all your favorite nation people, like I'll be there. Bag Milk will be there. Everyone will be there. Um, send me an email. I'll get you slotted onto a team. 250 bucks. If it's like you and a friend and you guys like, Hey, we really want to do this, but we can't get a foursome. Perfect. A few guys have done that. And uh, we look forward to filling out our third team on the Oilers nation. Open. I like this. So a mosaic again, of excellence. Yes. Email Tyler at Oilers You'll get put on a team with a bunch of people who listen to this podcast. So you'll have something in common and you'll have a great time talking Oilers and playing golf on a beautiful Friday. All the info nation gear dot C a, even if you don't want to golf email Tyler anyway. Just tell him what's up or send him a picture of your feet. Either way, he likes it. Sure. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I went for brunch at Cattail Crossing last weekend with Wanya Jr. and other huh? members of the family. And there's an Oilers Nation cart out there. I rode in it. And Wanya Jr. went, ooh, and pointed at it. And I was like, that is news to both of us, my friend. I did not know that was there. There's also one that says just the Jason Greger show. Really? Yeah. Refused golf in that one. Really? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there a better late than never golf cart? I wish. Way? Not that important. Not that important. If you made the sticker, you could probably put one up there. Probably. Maybe I should just, yeah, maybe I should just do that. You might get one in four groups that play on there noting what it says in their mind. Yeah, maybe over a 50 season ad deal. You may get two new listeners. Perfect. Worth it. Hmm. Yeah. I saw the oodle noodle ads at the river Hawks game. Yeah. Out in the pretty funky. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then there was an Oilers nation logo on the scoreboard. Really? Yeah. Someone sent me a screenshot of it. That's cool. Nice. Scoreboard looks great out there. Very nice. They've Very done nice. a great job. Uh huh. That's why next Saturday, Tyler, when we go, you'll have a good time. Would yes. you throw out the first pitch at a Riverhawks game? I would love to. You know, Coombs throwing out two, first pitch know. twice, right? It is on my bucket list to throw out the first pitch at a baseball game. I feel well, like, like Dr. Randy. List, we could make that happen like immediately. Please do. I feel like Dr. Randy Gregg now has a long line of people who will, will throw out first pitches now where it actually is like hard to get now. Whereas I feel like when we were getting Coombs up there every other night and whatnot, <laughs> I don't think it was really that. My favorite was when Coombs did it with a hockey stick. And he shot the ball nowhere near where the batter, the catcher was. <laughs> I would go up there and I'd throw a curve ball. Or just fucking some gas. Just straight. Diesel. Straight gas at him. Yeah, 65 I'd go up there and do hour. Bane and just blow out the entire floor of the stadium mm-hmm. and then start making terrorist demands of everyone. I'd turn and throw the ball into the crowd and make friends that I didn't know. I needed. <laughs> Hello, and you went up time. there and just pointed out someone in the crowd and just whipped the ball into the stands. Yeah. You make a memory. Yeah. You'd mess up that perfectly level infield. Yeah. But blow holes in it all. Then like, oh, like no. now I'm in charge and no one's listening. They just get up and leave. Oh, hello, Randy Greg. <laughs> <laughs> it seems you've left your flank open. <laughs> Speaking of baseball, how about the Blue Jays yesterday? Six minutes after free agency opened, being like, hmm, a lot of people talking about NHL free agency in our market. Fire our head coach. <laughs> Did that bother you because you were doing the daily face-off show? Yes, incredibly. It's all I could think about. I was so rattled when I saw that Charlie was fired. Um, Comes back in, outfit change. Now he's doing Blue Jays Nation. Yeah. Coom and I did an episode this morning. The Jays are about to take on the Kansas City Royals. Do they have half their team not showing up? Out of their 25-man roster, 10 of them are unvaccinated and can't come play in Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) 
and they're making this big stink about it. And some of the players or one of the players came out and straight because the Royals are junk. They're like one of the worst teams in the league. He more or less came out and was like, yeah, if, if we were like more competitive, maybe I would have gotten it. <laughs> but like they, a bunch of players basically just sat there and were like, we suck. We know we suck and we didn't get the vaccine so we could have an extra four days off. How much do you make, Earl? 26 million. How much do you make, Ted? 23 million. Like what's the payroll of Kansas City? Oh, probably not even that good, but. Um, there was a guy on the Phillies, JT Realmuto, who's like one of the best catchers in the league. That's a fun name to say. And by missing the two game series against the Blue Jays, he forfeited like a quarter million in salary. <laughs> and his, his response was, I'm not going to let Canada tell me what to do with my body for a little bit of money. Take that, him, Canada. Him, of course, not realizing that the U.S. has the same rules. Right. It's very funny. Um, but anyways, we're going to be in Toronto in exactly one month. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be yeah. fun. Charlie will not be managing. No, nope, I will be. Okay, yeah. Bang, wow. Will be. Yeah. Congratulations on the promotion. I'm learning to speak Spanish so I can speak to my guys. It's going to be a fun trip. I got a crew of guys coming with us. We're going to have a good time. Yeah. I'm flying solo. Bag milk incognito. Mm-hmm. Going to be out and about the six. Mixing six, it up. Six, 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 six. No devil guy. All right. We're going to keep doing two a week of these in the off season, even though there's no hockey to talk about. We've been carrying this a long way into the off season already. Of course. Is this just a twice a week show now? I think so. It's been twice a week since the start of the pandemic. Oh, and radio will cut down though. Yeah, we'll cut down O&R. Yeah. Why would you cut that one down when it has more listeners than this? Well, at some point, there's just nothing to Oilers related to talk about. It's just me staring at Rick and I say, Rick, what do you like? And he's like, I like Oilers. And I say, I like Oilers I could go on that show with, you could... Rick and I could do that show with no Oilers games ever played again and still talk about the Oilers. We did it for an entire year. I'm like, do you remember Yaroslav's spot check? <laughs> do I ever? And then away we go. Do I ever? No, I know you guys did. We've done a remarkable job of talking when there's nothing to talk about. My favorite thing about Rick now is how he's turned into people are basically Rick watching at games mm-hmm. where if he's standing up in the aisles yelling at refs, which he always does. They're finding him from across the arena and sending us pictures now. I like how Global goes to Rick for comment now on virtually all Oilers things. Yeah, and he's always wearing nation gear. Yep. Smart. It's great, though. And they're just like, of course, we'll throw to Rick for his take on the. <laughs> he's like going to be in studio right away. The other day, I laughingly said to myself, they were doing. Oh, they're talking to Oilers fans on Global News just about like the Kane signing and everything. And I jokingly said aloud, I don't think this is a real shot until Rick is involved. And then the next guy was Rick. And he's like, yeah, great signing. (laughs) It works. Cap space. Cap space. My favorite thing is when the Oilers do a good move. The first thing Rick will always tweet about is like, how's that? You negative fucks on Twitter. (laughs) Suck my dick. It's like, holy shit, Rick. (laughs) Uh, Somebody's got to say it. The yeah. negative crowd that always finds a hole in it. Yeah. Kiss Ken Holland's ring, you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, Rick, get him, Rick, get him. I like the other day when Flames Nation tweeted at Rick using video of Rick against himself. <laughs> like, don't the Flames use you against yourself? Yeah, Prince like Rick. Princey and that Noah Adler. Yeah. That yeah. guy's going to get a punch from old Uncle Wanye pretty quick. <laughs> so I, I follow him on Instagram and he's he's a Flames fan and a Yankees fan. Like the worst combination mm-hmm. for me. And whenever he tweets Yankee stuff, I just respond. I say fraud. And then I won't really like go. He'll come back at me like he wants to start a debate. He's like, ah, this, 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 that, this, that. And I just, I'll read it and I won't respond. Why fraud? I don't know. It's just funny. Nice, I, hate, yeah. I hate the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just funny. I'll fraud. And then he'll be like, Rrr. I've like, taken to uh, calling the Flames a poverty franchise. Nice, uh, nice. Hey, Princey, and that one, uh, that one seems to sting a little. The one I like to hit them with is that their arena is a death trap. It is, though. It is a death trap. My God. 
God, Prince he said, oh, this new guy, Noah Adler, he, he said, uh, Oilers Nation's being pretty harsh on him. I'm like, if he thinks that it's just beginning, <laughs> Noah Adler 99, you think you could work for Flames Nation? You think you could tease Oilers Nation as Flames Nation and not poke the bear? I'm thinking about Saddle Dome now. It's a death trap. It is a death trap. Those guys dance prancing about and rapping. That is the ended best. the fucking franchise. That is the best. The, that is some of the most painful shit I've ever had to cup, see. Win a cup, win a cup, lift it up. And with no <laughs> sense of like irony whatsoever about how atrocious <laughs> their performance is. Like they watched it and they're like, yeah, perfect. We should go home and space dock. My favorite. I wish I could remember who tweeted it, but it was in the first round when, uh, the flames are playing Dallas in the series was tied. Some guys just like, we're going to fucking lose this series. And it's going to be all because of that damn video. There's many of them. They made numerous videos of the same song. Uh, I think it was just them dancing to it. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen one in a car park. I've seen one where they're in front of the saddle dome. Speaking of car parks, shout out to the people that still have Oilers flags on their cars. There's a couple in my neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, around, yeah. And I respect I still it. Do it. At first, I thought maybe they were just celebrating the big free agency moves. And they're like, yeah, get the car flag out for this one. Big news day. Fuck Brett yeah. Kulak signing day. Flag. Woo. It's interesting to me that Brett Kulak is as beloved as he is. And yet, um, bloody traded one for one. Larson yeah. hated. Very similar player globally. Tough as nails. Takes a beating. I think a lot of people warmed up to Larson as the time. Yeah. Went. Is that why he left? Because I, everybody hated him? No, he, uh, he left. He did an interview with Mark Spector. It was just the passing of his father. It was just, it was too much. But also yeah. I think that he came to a very difficult place where everybody shot on him for not being Taylor Hall for a long time. He did time. say the one for one thing kind of weighed on him. And then Chris Russell is also detested by a large portion of Oilers fans, despite leading the league in block shots. I think he might be back. And yet Kulak is beloved. Kulak is one of those guys that this market loves because he's, he's not, salary starts with a two starts with a two. Here. He's from here. He works hard, solid yep. player. But Chris Russell play is effectively from here. But sure, he made but he too got much the, money. He got the Horkoff syndrome though. Right. When he signed four by four. People are like, what the fuck? It's annoying that people are like, I will hate you at four and love you at 2.35. Oh yeah. That's, that's the cap world though, right? That is it. That's being a well-educated fan base in a sense. And I shouldn't, it's I, also I, being miserable fucks. Yeah. yeah that too. But like, I mean, in the days of cap friendly and puckpedia and whatnot, when you have direct access to the payroll and in a cap league where you know how much every player should be contributing based on their salary. Like, yeah, it'd probably, it'd be way more enjoyable to be a fan. If you knew nothing of the caps, right? You just knew these players. These are the guys who was over the board. You want to go back to the old Gordy Howe days where he's signing a secret contract and the owner's side drawer of his desk and shit. The story with now Gordy, you're getting top dollar. Yeah. And then he sits down with another player who's like, they're, they're paying you in what? You're like ninth in the team or something. Yeah. Like ninth on the team. And Gordy's like, no, I'm the highest paid player in the league. In the league. Gordy. We have a special contract <laughs> in the drawer. Me and the owner have it. Yeah. He doesn't want me to talk about my salary because it'll uh, yeah. infuriate my teammates. And like all of them make like twice as much. It's like, what? These guys, they got me. Back in the day, <laughs> Wild Bill Hunter signed somebody to the WHA Oil Kings. And he got a shopping cart of money and rolled it into the office to pay the guy. I read I that, in, that in the wild bill book. I read that hmm. he went to the bank and got the cash and filled up a shopping cart. When's the last time someone paid you with a shopping cart of cash bag milk hasn't happened once. And I think it should. I'd also like to be paid in a bag of money that has the dollar sign on it. I've hmm. always wanted that. Can the bag be dripping blood? Of course. <laughs> Some guy. I think it has to be. My dad is a plumber, plumber gas fitter. And he did a job for a guy over the course of many months. So there was quite the bill at the end. And one night, this is when I still lived at home, like five years ago, knock at the door. 
it's the guy Safeway bag, like tens of thousands of dollars. What? It was the fucking wildest thing ever. I have in my life never seen that amount of money in person. And we're wow. just like sitting there with it on our kitchen table. Like Damn. me and my mom and my dad and we're like, what do we even fucking do with this? Like, do we have to like add extra security tonight? Like what if this guy now knows we have this amount of cash in our house? Not true. Cash anyways, based business. It was very funny. Like my dad, the plumber gets paid in cash, Safeway grocery bag. Bloop, right at the front door. I love that. More people That's should hilarious. be paid with bags of cash. I think. Yeah. That's how it used to be mm-hmm. back in the good old days. Yep. It's either that or a bag of salt pre pandemic. The amount of cash wrappers fling around blows my mind. Do you think that's all real money though? $1 bills changes the equation. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cause you can get a thousand ones like money bag. Yo can have a brick of cash up yeah, to yeah, his yeah, face yeah. and it's $300. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think that some of the rich rappers have it for real. Mm-hmm. Like, or like a Floyd Mayweather has it for real. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember. There's somebody I saw on a podcast recently and they they were on the, um, anyways, they're like, they called their entourage off screen and they're like, bring the bag. And this guy just brought a Louis Vuitton bag over. And it was just filled with hundred dollar stacks. He's like, this yeah. is how I do everywhere I go. And I'm like, mm. Why? <laughs> that would be my first thing. It's like, hmm. Cause it's not nearly as cool to go to the, fucking, the ATM when you're at the strip club and oh. throw your debit card in <laughs> and just spitting out twenties. You yeah. know, Wait, one, you got to make it rain. Yeah, of course you Two, can't just be standing there going drugs. You don't want to be buying like a brick of the yayo and have to go to an ATM mid transaction. Don't all those guys have tap now. Come back different. Yeah. Come back different outfit. You got to yeah. tip your drug dealer now. Cause it's on those little like thing. Can you Venmo that to me? Hang on. He plugs it into his swipe. <laughs> it's going to get to this point. Why not? Once you start having Bitcoin microtransactions, when fiat currency falls away. Anyways, I've said too much. It's coming. Especially when we've got Neuralink and I could just zap you from touching my brain. All you have to do is kiss someone and you pay them. Well, you don't have to, but I do that by preference. I pay them with the kiss. There's yeah. no need for money now that you've had one of these. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you'll excuse me, it's time to change my outfits. Enjoy. Uh, All right. Well, we could probably wrap this thing up now. How dare you? How dare you? Sometimes I like when there's less voices on the podcast. It is nicer. It's easier to get into deeper conversations yes. when Jay's not like acquire hella buck. It's like, oh, we should acquire hella buck though. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Have you considered that maybe? Campbell for hella buck. Who says no? <laughs> this is the... We always try to do everything Wu-Tang style, right? Mm-hmm. When there's just 900 people on the show. And yes, it's annoying. But I find that when it isn't Wu-Tang style, it's not quite as fun. It's I'm fun not to gonna, have to yell over each other. I'm not going to be on either of the next two podcasts. I'm out of here. This may be more fun without your M-Check. You'll well, have Liam's Liam. going to be here. Yeah, Liam, Liam be lets here. us do whatever the fuck we yeah, want. Yeah, exactly. Liam ain't telling me shit. So, yeah. Um, to all the listeners who... Liam will let us sit here all day if we want. I did a pod with Liam one time. and Bless his little heart. He was dry toast. Yesterday, I was having a great time watching Liam just exist during free agency because there was a point where the Oilers signed Greg McKegg. Yeah. With an arm for a leg and an an arm leg for an arm. So Liam starts getting it in his head that he's calling him egg McKegg. Yeah. So I'm watching him and he's sitting there at his computer quietly chuckling to himself. And then there behold a Photoshop of Greg McKegg wearing an egg costume. (laughs) And it was like Greg Egg McKegg. It was just a masterpiece for Liam. The Egg McKegg. He's also heartbroken that Connor Brown didn't get traded here. Yeah, because he he had a meme lined up. 
Connor, he, Connor. He had uh, the Infinity Stones. Yeah, the Infinity thing Stones for, for Avengers. former Leafs. So it was like Barry, Cece, Hyman, Campbell, and then he had Connor Brown as the last one, and then <laughs> Connor Brown never came here. So it's crazy when shit happens. Now my mind just goes to like, what are the meme implications? What are the memes? What are the memes? The minute I looked up Jack Campbell yesterday, I think I must have seen the cat stuff right around the same time as Kennedy. I was just like, oh my god, Jack Campbell love Kitty. Mm-hmm. That's all I need to see. That's all I need to see. I think he's going to be a lovable character in here. What do you think about t- that, Tyler? He yeah, seems I, like a very nice person. I think uh, new Cujo could be new Joe. Oh, new Joe, new Joe, new Joe. I find it interesting. Ram Jack, do you remember Cujo? No. Oh, when yeah. did he leave? He had a mask that had teeth. That's all I needed to see at the time. I read his book, so like I know. One, Cujo, one time when he was about to leave Edmonton, I saw him at uh, the Outback Steakhouse across the street from the mall, and he was eating a blooming onion with a large table of people. And I was like, I hope this isn't a I'm leaving Edmonton dinner, Curtis. And, and now in fact it was. He did leave, and that Outback Steakhouse is no longer there. What is it now? I don't know. I don't think gas it's a station. I think it it's was a like gas a station. Where is it? Kilt for a while. I think they knocked the building down. This is what I'm talking about. I'm remembering bars that don't even have oh, buildings anymore. Like across the street on the, like, I guess it would be the north, north side, side of, of West, uh, West Ed. That is now a Jollibee. The, the Outback Steakhouse? Yeah, that turned into a twisted kilt. Because there was also a funky pickle pizza in there. Yeah. And I used to eat there all so the time. I think they, that building, I think they knocked it down yes. and built up a Jollibee. Well, Jollibee's delicious. Well, you're not going to see Cujo there saying no, goodbye Cujo. to everyone he knows. In He's not having a celebratory dinner. Cujo left in 1998 was his last season. So I would have been like one. It was my grandma's birthday and she was a huge Oilers fan. And I said to her, I think Curtis Joseph's here having a goodbye party. She's like, this is ruined by dinner. <laughs> mm-hmm. And everybody was like, Curtis, thank you for everything. Thank you. Thank you. And he's like cheersing the table. And I was like, with his blooming onion. I'm like, this doesn't look like a guy who's staying here for next October. Throwing a ring to everyone around. It was not what I wanted to see. That reminds me of the time that I went to Japanese village and couldn't stop locking eyes with Todd Marchant. And then, you know, when you look at somebody and was that also a celebratory dinner where he was leaving? I wish he was leaving. By the end, I was counting the days for Todd Marchand hockey to end, but no, I just accidentally locked eyes with him. And then every time I looked up, he was staring at me, but he got madder and madder as the night went on. And then when he left, he like brushed into me on the way out of the room. Uh, the only time I've ever had anything situ- uh, situation like that was at a coffee shop. I was at uh, downtown and I kept locking eyes from Spenny. He was there with Spenny from <laughs> Kenny versus Spenny. And I didn't mean I to. remember when Kenny and Spenny came here, they came to the bar on white Ave. Didn't they fucking hate each other by the yeah, end of that yes. show? Yeah. Yeah. They did. So I kept locking eyes with Spenny, Spenny and it was the same thing. He kept being like, why are you staring at me? I'm like, I was interviewed. Did he say that? No, no. But oh. it was, you could tell yeah, with the yeah, gaze, yeah. you know, you should just been happy. That was, do people ever lock eyes with you? Your am The other day I go park at Canadian tire. I had to pick up some hooks for the office. Um, so I park at Canadian tire. There is a gentleman on a motorcycle, beard, all that kind of stuff. And as I'm walking by him in the parking lot, he's parked. He's just kind of like looking at me. And I was like, okay, he's probably just looking at me. It's nothing. Keep walking. And he pulls out, comes up next to me. Goes, You're the guy from Oilers Nation. <gasps> and I looked, I was like, yeah. And he goes, I love all your shows. I was like, all right, thanks, man. I always get so awkward. And then I always yeah. leave him like, oh, I should have like been like, hey, what did you think of the Kane? You know, or whatever the news of the day is. Not that Kane had signed at that point. Um, I'm always like, oh, I should be better creating conversation with these people when they come up and are like, I love the show. But I was just getting nervous. Tyler lives like, my nightmare. Uh-huh. When we were down in Los Angeles, people were coming up to be like, oh, you're Tyler, you're Tyler. Yeah. It's just, I, that's a fucking nightmare to me. But he's actually like famous. He, yeah. 
you have that air about you where I'm like, ah, he'll be fine. Whereas like if people were always coming up to Liam, I'd be like, we have to save him. No, Liam will be able to handle. You'll it. be all right, Rimchuk. I like how you're built for this. Constantly, I'm tweet built for this. Remember that bananas early? at Liam these days. Yeah, he's a, <laughs> you know who's really famous is Waz. Waz is hilarious on TikTok. He is very famous in IRL. Yeah, oh yeah, the kids love him. Yeah, they love him. He's from a different time. Our Waz. Mm-hmm. He is. He really is. Do you feel Waz is younger than you? I always think he is. Yeah. He's not. No, I know. It's like a year and a half older. I feel like you're older than me. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely. Yeah, I get that a lot. Of people yeah. always think I'm old. You're an old soul. Yeah. Or when people see me in person the first time, like this was a radio thing, not as much a podcast thing, because people see me my face on TikTok. But a radio thing, whenever I'd meet people, they'd be like, "Really?" I'd be like, "Yeah, the, you're like a baby." I'd be like, "Yeah, really? I, I know." Yeah, I remember when I first met you, you were taller than I expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I get that a lot too. People don't understand that I'm a little tall. How tall are you? Six two. Mm. Braggart. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. How tall are you, Big Mel? Uh, six feet even. Oh. Yep. I'm going to be even less recognizable once I start driving around the nation truck, too. Oh, yeah. If there's one thing that won't draw anyone's attention, it's a fucking monster truck that looks... I can't drive like a dick anymore. Notoriously. Well, you could, but Sherwood Ford's going to heal about it. Yeah, we don't want that. Nope. You're going to be eating your meals pretty high off the ground. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You might want to stop doing that in that truck. I probably should. Why? Eat my meals while I drive in that truck. Dangerous. I don't want to be you the guy. You know you're going to continue to eat your yeah. meals in that But I think truck. he's going to be more incognito, you know, where he like. <laughs> the other day when you called me while I was driving, I was eating a chicken wrap while having a conversation with you. Delicious. Mm, don't do that. Okay. I worry about your safety. I know. You should put a sticker of your self-driving in profile on the window. Oh, so that when you talking. roll the window up, it's just you again there. Yeah. And then you roll the window down and it's you again. Yeah. You got to change some of the graphics to make it your own. Mm. Give it an interesting or uh, add a sticker to it. Cause it's like a rally car, like add something That's and change the horn too. There's a company in Texas that makes programmable music horns and you could get the hockey night in Canada. I would like you to have the horn just being you, your voice booing like hey. move, 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 move. Yeah. I witnessed a straight up accident last night driving. Did you? Yeah. Bad. Uh, no, no, I would have pulled over, no. but it was oh. just in front of me. Guy turns left in an intersection, car plows into him. They get out and they're both just like ready to throw down. Oh, they're pissed. And I'm like in the intersection stopped. I'm like, these people are going to fight for show. But they didn't. Mm-hmm. And I was like, boring. And I drove around. Did I stop to fill out forms because I witnessed an accident in your check? No, because I'm a badass. What you want to do about it? There's one time I was driving and there was a little car next to a big truck in the big truck's blind spot. And the big truck just goes to change lanes and just like, beep. but it was like, it was almost comical. Cause like nothing really happened. Like he just beat like dinged him and the little car, like, and then like back in his lane. And then they both just like pulled over. And I was like, I think they're good without me handling. This is what you're going to have now in the monster truck. Yeah. You're basically driving around in grave digger. Yeah, pretty much. That thing's huge. Yeah, it's huge. I used to drive a big truck though. That was my first vehicle. Is Amber ready to live the life of a nation truck shotgun? I don't know. I don't know. Also, people are going to know where you live. Do you have a garage? I don't have a garage. Yeah. So please don't come hunting for me. Your neighbors are going to be like, saw the nation truck. Yeah. I've got a couple of buddies that the, knew where Jay, know where Jay lives because the, of the nation truck. The best part is the guy who lives right across the street from me is a buddy and he's a diehard Habs fan. Now he's going to have to look at a big Oilers logo every time he looks at his front window. That's too bad. Ha <laughs> ha. All right. We're wrapping this thing up. 
episode 296 shout out to the hda group our title sponsor as well as cattail crossing alfa romeo of edmonton 296 or 396 396 sorry 396 yeah yeah almost at number 400 are we gonna do something yeah we should what are we gonna do i don't know (laughs) that's the most real life thing of all time i'm hey we've done 400 of these yeah should we do something nah (laughs) yeah We'll cross Let's get our 10,000. You know, the generations from now, they're going to use all this footage to recreate our voices and AI. So we can just continue to talk about the Oilers long after our death. Yeah. I'm, cool I'm good with it. that. I'm good. As long as it gets downloads, that's fine. I kind of want a Futurama situation where my head is on like a robot in a little jar so that I can continue to talk with us. You're predicting the singularity. It should arrive somewhere around 2045. You just need to last until then. Oh, I think I'm good. I feel pretty good. I feel healthy. And then once I got Neuralink too, forget about it. I don't got to talk to nobody. Robotwang.net when that baby arrives in the mail. Oh, <laughs> brother. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.